guys, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of Real Talk Fishing Podcast. On this episode, we got another guest, Will Parker over here. What's up, guys? Um, we're going to be talking about favorite hard plastics of all time. So this is above water, below water, everything in between. Um, first of all, I just want to say thanks for, thank y'all for listening. We're almost 50 listeners, which only took about four days, which is honestly kind of hard to believe. We got three different countries, a bunch of different states in the U.S., all that kind of stuff. So that's honestly insane. But um, we're just gonna keep on grinding these out. Like I said, every day, every other day. I'm not sure yet. I'll get a good. I'll get a set schedule eventually. But right now, it's just kind of whenever I have time. So every other day is probably. I record at night, post in the morning most of the time, or just post at night. It just depends. Um. So I'll just get it started. The favorite hard plastics for above water. Mine's all time probably got to be either a popper or like a whopper popper. Um. Now I like the smaller whopper poppers. They work super good. Um, I actually used them in the tournament. It didn't do too good in this tournament, but we used them. Had a few follows on on top water, but um, so that's my favorite kind of above water is kind of a small whopper popper, whopper plopper, or a popper lure, or like a walking bait's also really good. It just kind of depends on situation. Uh, now we'll let Will tell his favorite hard plastic top water. I favorite top water hard plastic probably like a. Probably a whopper popper or like a swim bait. Swim bait, I guess just top water. I mean, it's like right at the top. So, yeah, pretty much top water. Or like, I like it on a spook sometimes. Or like a jerk bait. But probably, probably a spook actually. Spook's probably one of my favorite top water. It's just really good overall. Catch a lot of different fish. Like, oh, that small mouth, large mouth, everything. Really? Yeah. Yeah, so the same, you know, like I was saying, spooks are really good in a lot of places, catching a lot of things. So we're whopper ploppers. You can catch musky, bass, pike. You can catch, like, everything on a whopper plopper because of the motion it gives off. Um, now the next things will be, like, kind of below the surface. So this is more of your crankbaits, flipping crankbaits, all that kind of stuff. So my favorite thing is going to be, it's probably, like, a two to five foot diving square bill because especially where we're at, you can use them in, on like next to docks down down little like um metal wall like metal retaining walls in the water concrete retaining walls all this kind of stuff just along docks that don't have that much grass draw the fish out of the grass that's surrounding it works really good and it's a really effective way to catch a lot of fish and a good size fish um so i feel like either like a like i said shallow diving crankbait square bill um, is really good. Also, lipless can be really good, especially where we're at, because there's so much grass. You're ripping, ripping them through the grass works super good. So now you can go ahead. Uh, probably, probably a crankbait. Literally stole my idea, Grayson. Thanks a lot, bro. Not gonna lie. Now I don't know what to say, but probably a probably a crankbait. But specific color is um probably crawfish. My favorite crankbait of all time is at the bottom of one of my friend's ponds right now. So it's not, it's not like I'm getting that one back. Can't find it in any store. So probably like, I like a lipless also. I like the, I like the shag colored lipless. Another one is uh, probably a torpedo. I just thought of that. I love a good torpedo. Uh, really, a torpedo is really a top water. I just didn't think of it. But there's some torpedoes that go mid, mid if they're like heavy ones. Yeah. And you just. Reel them yeah. real quick, and like the tail like spins around. My dad always catches them on those. Yeah, and they got jerk baits that have little torpedo tails that go underwater. Those things are super good for smallmouth. Oh yeah, I have that one. But um, 
Yeah, so like crankbaits, like, and obviously we're going to have some of the same stuff because we live in the same area and fish the same places. So, you know, it's kind of hard to not have that. Um, so next is going to be like why we like the ones we picked and kind of already went over this. So I don't, honestly don't really know why I have this on here, but like, so for waffle poppers, because they give off so much commotion, it's just constant. It's like, it gives a bubble trail. It gives a ton of noise, ton of water displacement, all that kind of stuff. I'm not going to go into that too deep. But, like, basically it just gives off a ton of movement in the water. And walking baits is because they go back and forth. Like, if you know how to do them really good, they'll go, like, they'll, they'll turn, like, completely the other way every time you twitch them, which helps a ton because it has a lot of action on draw fish in from a long ways away, um, which can really help you get a lot of bites if you're fishing tournaments or if you're just trying to catch a ton of fish for any kind of reason or whatever. Um, like I said, multiple kinds of fish. So, and then, like I said, uh, lipplesses is just kind of, you can rip them through grass easily, and there's tons of grass here, especially recently. We went on a tournament today. There's tons of grass in the river, way more than I've ever seen. So I feel like lipplesses are going to do even better, like this winter and stuff. So that's about all I got for that one. Uh, I chose uh, Spook because, like Grayson said, with a walking bait, like you touch it, it's, it's going the opposite way. So, like, if you just move it back and forth, I mean, that thing's going every which way. It's leaving a bubble trail like a whopper flopper. And it's just really loud and, like, big and gets the attention of everything. And I chose a torpedo for mid because it's got that um, it's got that tail. It's got that torpedo on the end of it to where it's, like, it's got spinning and making so much noise. And if you're popping it, it's making big bubbles plus the noise. And, like, if it's got good colors on it, like, um, yellow and green is a really good color that I use. Uh, you're catching big fish on it all the time. And a swim bait, obviously, it's just, like, the best imitation of a fish. Like, I have a couple of Guggen swim baits, which is my a good buddy of mine, Lane's favorite, favorite, uh, favorite brand out there. Y'all might know that. But I use those all the time. Best imitation I've seen by far. Little expensive, but definitely worth it. Yeah, for sure. And speaking of that, we're just gonna go in one quick thing. I got one question for you. So, what's your favorite all-around brand for bass fishing? Uh, I'd have to say probably Zoom, but Six Sense is a close second. Six Sense, they're coming, they're coming up. Okay. You know what I mean, there, buddy? Yeah, yeah. We talked about that in the last podcast with Lane, like he was saying. But yeah, the Zoom is Zoom is pretty good. The only thing I feel like they're lacking is like hard plastics. But honestly, though. They're doing such a good job with soft plastics. I, I, would, I just pick another company for soft, hard plastics because their soft plastics are just way too good to not use, basically. And, um, yeah, moving on to the next thing. It's like, well, actually, I'm going to skip over that probably because I got something else I just thought about. I'm going to talk about it at the end. So top five of all time for, like, hard baits in general for me is probably, like, Wobble Poppers top because I've caught a ton of big fish on there. Oh, Walking Bait. Second number two, because I've caught my PB on a walking bait, 9-2. Yeah, now past two ounces. Um, this was like a long time ago. I, I probably wouldn't even work in it right, but, you know, I still caught on a walking bait. And then next is going to be like a shallow diving square bill for number three. And then um, these are no, no particular order, just kind of in general. But, um... Next is probably going to be, like I said, lipless because you can fish it so many different ways, all that kind of stuff. And then third is probably going to be, which not a lot of people use down in the south, really. It's like a, which is like, it's like a little, it's called a blade bait. 
or it's not it's a blade but it's not called a blade blade but um it's, it's basically like a really thin lipless with like a spinnerbait blade on the back a tiny one and you can jig it up and down or kind of cast it parallel to the banks or whatever and it's kind of like a little spinnerbait and the lipless mixed together so it cre- creates a ton of like it draws a ton of fish in so that's like probably my top five for all hard plastics well top coming in at top is probably i didn't mention this because i just thought of it uh i caught my pb on it it's a spook uh yeah, it's probably like my favorite lure of all time. Uh, coming in at number two is something I didn't say is a popper. A Guggen white popper. I caught my second biggest bass on that. It's like one of my favorite uh, hard plastics of all time. Spooks just coming in at one just because more movement. But popper's a close second because like the bubbles, it's got movement. It's got that tail on it. Like three main reasons that's why it's number two. Number three, probably a torpedo, which is basically a popper, but without that mouth, so it doesn't get caught as much weeds. But also, that tail gets caught in a lot of weeds, so that's like that's why it's three, not two. And probably four, probably a lip, a lipped crankbait. Like, I, I've caught a ton of fish on, on a square bill. They're really good, and, like, if you reel them fast, they go deep. If you reel them slow, they're right on top, make a lot of noise. Really versatile. You can use them in a lot of different places, I feel like. And they're just a really good all-around lure. Probably number five is mm, Whopper Plopper. Just because, like, well, like Grayson said, that's his number one, but I don't use it a lot, so it's number five for me. It's just got bubbles, movement, action, colors. That's why it's a five for me. But, you know, spook takes top. Yeah. yeah, so those are, like he said, what he's got and what I've got, I feel like they're pretty good choices. And like I do in all these on the league, like if you're listening on Apple Podcast or Anchor, you can't really do this, but if you're listening on Spotify, I'll leave a QA and a or, or a poll under each podcast about topics I talk about. So I'll drop y'all's opinions in there, and I'll, and I'll look at them every day pretty much on all my podcasts that I do them on, just kind of see in general if there's anything surprising like that. But now I don't even have this on my notes. But what I'm probably going to do is because I don't know much about this either. Is I'm going to get Will in here and he's going to talk about and kind of tell me too. Is like some basics. I I don't. This has nothing to do with this topic. I just kind of thought about it just now. But kind of tell these people because some of y'all make crappie fish, but I don't crappie fish, and he crappie fishes all the time, more than bass fishing. I'd say, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to get you to kind of just talk about basics crappie fishing and what works good in crappie fishing because I have no idea. Well, basics crappie fishing. I'm going to tell you there's something. What you do is you get you a long pole, a hook, and a cricket. And you're catching them all day. But if you want to get, like, 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 technical with it, like, if you don't have live bait and you're not trying to use a long pole, you just get to, you, a lot of times I use a spin reel, like a little ultralight spin reel. Put you a, a red head on the end of it. And then I got these little frog lures. They're little, little tadpole lures you put on the end of it. Catch a lot on those. I got these little grubs. They're blue and yellow. Catch a lot on those. Crappie fishing ain't that complicated. I mean, you just get you a spinner, and then you put you a bait on the end of it, and you're catching them all day. I mean, I've caught 70, 80 brim in a day. Easy, and it's just fun to me. I love it because you're catching so much in, like, a little bit of time. They do prick you a lot, though. Like, you get done, your hands are messed up. Yeah, the little time, because I don't ever really, I'll catch 
bluegill and brim a lot, like brim and all that kind of stuff. I'll catch them sometimes for bass fishing, but I don't ever really go out and set out to go brim fishing, which I'd probably I'd like to do, but I don't have a way to. But I mean, I'd like to do that. But like he was saying, if y'all never done that, basically I guess just go do what he said because I can't give you no advice because I don't do it myself. But what I can do is tell y'all that if y'all ain't tried none of these lures we named, I, I would say 10, but we named some of the same ones. So I'd say about seven or eight. Um, y'all need to go try these because you'll definitely catch some fish. And I mean, honestly, I don't really know what I was talking about. You got anything else you want to talk about? Yeah. All right. So we can talk about now. I just thought about this. Um, kind of your best scenarios, like what situations you want to use each of this stuff. So like a wop plubber, I'd say, is if you got a lot of wind. So if you got a lot of wind, that's really good for like buzz baits and all that. But a wop plubber is kind of a well. Sorry, I'll say this. A buzz bait is kind of a weed, more weedless version and more grass friendly version of a wop plubber because it's kind of the same concept. You got a little prop in the water, spins, makes vibration, makes noise, makes bubble trail. So it's kind of the same thing. Walking popper is just for more open water. So if you're fishing kind of open water, like off a ledge or drop off, stuff like that, and it's windy, and you got a little bit of chop on your water, that's when you're really going to catch them on a water popper. And big fish, a lot of fish, all that kind of stuff. And then for like a, um, trying to think, for a crankbait, you're going to want to throw it. Not when it's like, well, yeah, you're going to want to throw it when it's kind of, when it starts, when it's kind of warm, but it starts getting cooler. And, like, and honestly, sometimes in the dead of summer, too, works pretty good, but, like, not as much. But, so, like, on the edges, like I said this earlier, like, on the edges of docks, like, down little um, retaining walls, down, like, anything that's, like, concrete or solid structure, or also wood works really good. Um, I'm trying to think of what else. Lucas crankbait, like I said, colder water, like, colder times of the year through a ton of grass because they rip through grass really easy because they ain't got a bill. And those sink, you you don't really want to make them go deeper. You just kind of let them fall, which is a lot different than uh, your square bills and that and such. So I'm trying to think of what else I named walking bait. So walking bait is I like to use, I, me personally, I like to use, that's kind of my top water for when the water is not choppy because since it's going back and forth when it's like, when there's chop on the water, it's kind of hard for it to get a good action. So, um, whenever it's not windy, or it can be a little bit windy, but as long as there's not, like, a ton of chop on the water, that's when it's really good to use walking bait when it's kind of a calm morning and evening and stuff like that. Well, that's when walking baits do really good. I've caught multiple fish over four and a half pounds on walking baits kind of in the evening when it's just calm out of a kayak and stuff. So, those are really good lures to use in the evening and the morning. And that's about all I got for my scenarios. All right, I got number one coming in. I had spook. So, spook, I usually use on big lakes. You got big fish. I usually throw them on the bank and then work them off of it onto the drop-off because the fish will follow it, bite it, and then go down to the drop-off, and you can reel them up. That's what I usually do for a spook. But you can throw it in, like, it's pretty good in weeds because it's above the water, but it, it'll get hung up a little bit. But it doesn't have, like, a lip or, like, a spinner on the back of it. The only thing it'll get hung is the treble hooks. So that's, you could also do that. Uh, I had I had popper at number two, and I usually use a popper in in like underwater woods. Like there's this one like I fished. There's like this is woods that have been flooded, and so I throw it in the woods and then I just pop it out of there. 
And so it's just like real shallow, but there's like cover everywhere. So they're coming out of all that woodwork. And that's above the water, staying out of all the weeds. And then you got torpedo. That's really, it's, it's lipless. So it'll it'll keep you out of them weeds. You can throw it in weeds and it won't really get hung up other than that prop on the back of it. But it, it should pull through from there. Uh, number four, I had a, what I have for number four? I get a, I'm trying to think. A swim bait? Yeah, okay. I had a swim bait for number four. Um, no, I had a crankbait for number four. Yeah. For number four, I had a crankbait. I usually use that in ponds, and I usually, I like to reel on the top because I feel, I fish grassy ponds. So I fish on the top to where I'm not getting all the weeds, but it's got a lot of action because that lip, or if you want to reel it hard down in like an open area, if it's a deep diving crank in like a completely non-grassy lake, just sand and water, that's what I recommend on like the bottom, you're reeling it down. And then a whopper plopper. He already said everything about that. So, and I'm not as I don't know as much about a whopper plopper as he does because I don't really use them as much. So he already said everything about that. Yeah, but like most of these works really good. Like you were saying, like with the weeds. So sometimes there are certain kinds of grass. Cause don't ask me this, cause I have no idea. Like all the little kinds of grass, I just know what they like. Different ones look like. And there's some kind of grass that'll just grow under the water, but it doesn't grow to the top. So when you're fishing like poppers, walking baits, if you fish them above the grass that doesn't come to the top, a lot of times you'll draw them fish out of the uh, out of the grass and they'll come up and bite it without you even realize. Like, you won't expect it, and so you just gotta. Anytime you're fishing like them kind of top waters and all that, especially well mainly top waters. When you're fishing top waters, you got you gotta be paying a lot of attention because they'll come up and hit the back of it. You won't even know. Because I I've had one knock off the I've had a six and a half pounder knock off the back hook of a walking bait. And I wasn't paying attention, and whenever I set the hook, popped that back hook out, and I almost lost the fish. But luckily, I flopped it on my kayak. So there, you got to be paying attention when you're fishing in top waters. Crankbaits, not as much, because, you know, it's just reeling, pulsing every once in a while, all that, and you feel about it, you just kind of lift up on the rod. And one thing I'll say, if you're fishing, like, square bills and all that kind of stuff, you don't want to set the hook that hard, because you can, you can sometimes cause the fish to pop off. If they're running towards you and you try to, like, pull down your rod, they'll give it slack and then set the hook. Sometimes you'll lose that fish and they'll spit it right when you right when you give them slack. So when you're fighting a fish on a crankbait and stuff, you don't ever want to give them slack because they can pop them treble hooks out really easy. You know what I hate? I hate them lily pads. Yeah. Those are like some of the worst weeds for any top water. Yeah. Because at the very top or any middle column, really anything, yeah. you can't really fish anything in there because they'll get hung on that treble hook and then you'll just pull it up. They'll have like four lily pads on in your rod. That's like the worst grass top top tier top tier grass right there that you do not want to throw in yeah that stuff and that floating grass yeah and i may do another episode about this but like this that that's whenever i like to use i love fishing a swim jig i fish a swim jig all the time i fish them at ross barnett all the time caught a ton of fish at ross barnett on a swim jig i did myself call i think i don't know how many i caught at ross barnett there was a ton of them undersized and then caught two out of the three keepers we had because it was three fish swimming i caught two out of three on a swim white swim jig so, I mean, and there's, you can use swim jigs. I throw them today in the tournament. You can fish them, like, I've caught fish, like, every 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 month out of the year, I've caught fish on a swim jig, fishing them all different ways. So, like, those kind of lures are ones you want to throw, and those big old weeds, and obviously a uh, hollow body frog, which everybody knows a hollow body frog. Yeah, catch anything, anytime. Yeah, and so that's about all I got for this. Um, so, y'all be sure, if you're on Spotify podcast, um, follow 
follow the podcast. I'm trying to get the 50 listeners. I'm at 42 right now, I think, whenever this is going to go up. So, y'all, uh, follow, leave your... I'm, I'm not sure what I'm going to put down at the bottom yet for the Q&A and the poll on Spotify. So, if you listen on Spotify, be sure to answer that. So, I'm a, I'm a, I like looking at them to kind of see what people most people's opinions are since we got people from all different places. So, I kind of see what works best where, all that kind of stuff. Um, so, that's about all I got. Just, like I said, share it. Share it out with people, you know, if, if they like fishing, you know, just tell them about it. Tell them the name. And I, it should come up now pretty easily. Like on Spotify, you search up the real talk fishing or honestly I think you just gotta put real talk or real tea or something and it'll go ahead and come up so it ain't that hard to find same thing with uh, Apple Podcasts it's super easy to find because of how different the name is from everything else so y'all gotta make sure share follow all that kind of stuff um, and that's about all I got so I guess I'll see y'all in the next episode